The Hall of Fantasy, the black figurine of death. Welcome to the Hall of Fantasy. Welcome to the series of radio dramas dedicated to the supernatural, the unusual, the unknown. Come with me, my friends. We shall descend into the world, the unknown and the forbidden. Down the depths where the veil where the time is lifted and supernatural reigns as king. Come with me and listen to the tale of the black figurine of death. Harold, is that you, David? David, yes. Harold, I heard a shot. Joyce, so did we. Harold, I thought it was one of you. Joyce, it was Sawyer. David, he came out like he came out last tonight, late tonight. I found him out in the mausoleum about an hour ago. Joyce, he's in here's his room. Harold, let try the door. David, open. Joyce, grass on the floor. Harold, is it he? David, yes, he's dead. They through all the years of men's existence, no matter what he has learned, had been taught from generation to generation, still he carried in the innermost depths of his mind a certain fear of the darkness, a fear of the night, which is somehow associated with death. His actuality is a fear of the death itself. David, each of us, lifetime will probably come into contact with some psychic phenomenon, either directly or indirectly through the experience of a relative or of acquaintance, an experience never to be forgotten about such an experience is our story tonight. Thunder. David was there with the others that night he died. We stood at the foot of the bed, Joyce, Harold and I. Amos Johnson's head was cushioned on the pillow. His hand he held a little figurine. Thunder. Harold. You went, sent for us, Uncle Amos? Uncle Har- Harold. Of course I did. Otherwise, you wouldn't have be here in my room, Harold. Joyce, now, now, Uncle Amos. There's no need to, Uncle Amos. Be quiet, be quiet, all of you. Are you here too, David? David, yes, sir. Uncle Amos, be quiet. I don't ask for speech, young man. I do the talking, if you don't mind. I must speak to all of you while I still have time. Joyce, why didn't you rest, Uncle Amos? Uncle Amos, best rest? Ha <laughs> ha! you like to see that, wouldn't you, Joyce? And Dave and Harold, that's no answer from many of you. I know why you can't ask, say anything, because it's the truth. Harold, now, see here, Uncle Amos, Uncle Amos, listen to me, young man. In the last years of my life have been all left me, you have all left me alone. There's some more important things to do than until tonight. Oh, tonight you all here because you know I'm dying. You come in like a pack of wolves, waiting for me to die, waiting for your chance to inherit my estate. Joyce, oh, that isn't true, Uncle Amos. Uncle Amos, it is, it's, oh, isn't it? Hmm? I think it is. Don't worry, you'll inherit the estate, the three of you, but in the end, you'll wish you had never had. Harold, what do you mean, Uncle Amos? Uncle Amos, though I die, you will see me again, all of you who hated me, and will know my presence when you see this. Dave, what's, what's that? Just a little figurine, Uncle Amos. Uncle Amos, oh, you will wish you'd never seen it before. I am through. You'll wish you'd never known me. You'll never been born. Before you die, you'll all learn about fear is. You'll learn how to feel to be roughly grasping. Feels to be grasped alone. Chose off the death moan. Joyce, Uncle Amos. 
David, he's dead, Joyce. Joyce, oh no, he can't be. Harold, he's dead, all right. Small statue biting hidden floor. Joyce, what was that? David, something's dropped out of his hand. Couple of steps. David, why? It's a little figurine. Thunder. David, a little figurine lay there on the floor. Fallen from Uncle Amos just as he died, and when it struck the floor, it broke into three pieces. I picked them up and held them in my hand. Pieces fit together perfectly, but much like the figures of a little jug of a jigsaw puzzle, a queer little figure. His arms raised supplication, a look of fear upon its face. There's something frightening about it. Then, three days later, Uncle Amos was buried in family mausoleum at the north end of the state. A week after that, we all gathered together at the old house with Carl Sayer, the executor of his state. Papers rustling. Carl Sayer, you know your uncle appointed me as executor of the state. Left instructions that in three main heirs, ten days following, he demands he gathered in this house for reading of the will. Joyce, you told us that earlier, Mr. Sawyer. Miss Sawyer, so did I, so I did. Are you all seated comfortably? Harold, quite comfortably, Mr. Sawyer. It's rather long, will you know? Please, folk. Now, we'll begin. I must, I, James Johnson, being a sound mind and body, to make of day, make of day and publish this instrument of my last will and testament. They are, Mr. Sawyer. Why don't you just tell us about the will, home? Mr. Sawyer, it's rather unusual procedure, David. Joyce, David's right, Mr. Sawyer. We'll give a lot of, we we'll save a lot of time in the trouble. Mr. Sawyer, well, please, folk, perhaps you're right. Let me see. Now, referring to the post tradition of monies and property, it to be divided equally among the three of you. Also, I have a certain gift to be the, to the servants. Harold, naturally. Mr. Sawyer, yes, naturally. There's a considerable amount of money to be divided between other taxes. You know, that's so much all you'll be independent for life. you all be independent for life. Joyce, I can't send Uncle Amos wedding us the entire state the night he died. Mr. Sawyer, contrary to what you may think, Uncle Amos, really quite fond of you. How is that all to the real, Mr. Sawyer? Mr. Sawyer, no, of course you realise. If you, one of you were to die... His or that share of estate would be divided between the two. Mayors and there is no. There's one more provision I do not I quite understand. Joyce, yes, rustling paper, Mr. Story, yes. Let me read it, please. The heirs will preside on estate for a period of one or one year. If this is not done, their claim to estate will be nullified. They'll be left without a fanny. Unfortunately, the present very frequency. During the last years of my life. Harold, there's rather strange provision. Miss Sawyer, that yes, that isn't all. That isn't it. However, execution of your husband, uncle's will is up to me to make sure the provisions are carried out. And believe me, I feel a deep sense of duty to your late uncle. David, that's for Let's discuss the will until the early hours of the morning. We were saying Sawyer to spend the night with us so he could return to the city in the morning. Clock ticking. David, the house became quiet, silent. The only sound I heard was a ticking of the clock on the dra- my dresser. I wondered about the provision of the will in which Uncle Amos ordered that we make our residence in this house. In his house, lying awake in bed, thinking, "What was that? That was that." Thinking about 
that then when knocking the door, David, standing outside my door in the hallway was a housekeeper. Emily, Mr. David? David, yes, Emily. Emily, I found this in my bedroom tonight. David, let me see it. Here, David, Emily, here. They are, it's still, it's a little figurine. It's just as the one, one my uncle had. You have to, you can have it back, Emily. Emily, it's frightened me. So I came to you, Mr. David. David, how could, how do you think I got this, son, Emily? Emily, well, there's something strange going on in this house, Mr. David. I have an idea, I know who's in and back. Her door had been turned, door being opened. Mr. David, sorry, who talking, who talking in there? Footsteps, Mr. Sawyer. Oh, it's you, David and Emily. You are rather late, aren't you? Emily, yes, Mr. Sawyer. I was going to go to bed. It was all, excuse me. David, good night, Emily. Emily, good night, sir. I will see you in the morning. Later, footsteps quickly walking down the hall. Mr. Sawyer, well, I suppose I'd better get back to bed, too. Good night, David. David, good night, Mr. Sawyer. David, I watched him go back inside his room. I turned and went back into mine. And he'd been on, on the point of saying something to me, something that was important enough for her to make a special trip to my room. I got back to my bed and wondered what she wanted to tell me. Little by little, sleep that clouded my brain. I was half asleep. Emily screamed. David, I had just been on the point of falling asleep. Emily scream, door opening. David, Lus lawyer, sorry, I've heard someone scream. Mr. Sawyer, so did I. David, footsteps and four doors. Joyce, I thought I heard something. Harold, I know I did. There's David and Mr. Sawyer. Maybe they can tell us what happened. Footsteps. David, did you hear, to hear something? David, yes, it was a scream at first. I thought it might have been you, Joyce. I think, Came from service quarters. David, Emily, Joyce, what did you say, David? David, it was, it will keep, come on. Messiah, do you think it was the housekeeper, David? David, it has to be. Joyce, maybe he was just stopped by his, or something. The Herald, well, we will see in a moment. Joyce, what's, that's a room, just down the hall. Mr. Sawyer, I hope it's not serious. David, it was, was serious enough to make us Scream, Emily. Knocking. Harold, Emily, is anything wrong? Joyce, try the door there, David. David, right. It's unlocked. Harold, that light's on in there. Had I swear she's in, not in bed. There's a floor. Harold, maybe she's fainted. David, no, she's dead. Messiah, look right beside her. There's a little broken black figurine. David, through the police, came out. Well, everything, there were no clues to follow. It said only he'd been strangled, but no identification. What who might have done it? The police continued to investigate for almost a month. At the end of that time, all he could write down in the case book was a murder unsolved. Day one evening, about six weeks late after Emily's death, Harold, Joyce and I were in the living room. They then the police said they'd never be able to find out who did it unless something new turned up. Harold and it probably won't wouldn't. 
Jason, the whole thing frightens me. I still remember Uncle Amy. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Dying words. Although I buy you'll see me again. All of you have hated me. I will show I am no... Or your presence when you see this. It makes me shudder every time I think of it. However, I've been thinking about what you said to, to Joyce. What if he could come back? Dave, you mean come back after death? To Harold, yes. Dave, don't be a fool, Harold. When a, man, when a man dies, he's dead. Harold, I'm not so sure about that. Joyce, you shouldn't talk about that way, Harold. It's frightening. Hell, would you come, would you not come out with me to Mazalim Drive? Dave, why? Harold, I don't know. I just got to check that it's all. Joyce, I don't think either you should go. David, I'll go, Dave, Harold. Joyce, well, I won't. Harold, that's right, straight, Joyce. No one expects you to. All right, David, let's go. Footsteps in the grass, leaves, crickets in background. Harold, I've always been, been had an interest in the supernatural, David. You know there's certain things that have happened, psychic phenomenon that had been no, as no normal, it's natural explanation. Explanation, David, I've never seen any. Harold, nor have I, but I want to say that Uncle Amos can't return. Crickets louder, casual frog croak. Harold, do you have the key? David, he opened the door, handing a chain and metal lock, click of a lock opening, sound of heavy iron gate door opening. David, it's a good thing we bought those flashlights. Hell yes, it's pretty dark in there. Shall we go in? David, I guess so. Shuffling footsteps up and stone. David, I still don't see any reason for coming here, Harold. Harold, it may not be that, but then again, he's in the crypt over there. Footsteps on stone, Harold. Now he's been disturbed in here. Looks like, just looks like an ot. He did, he did when he placed here. Harold, wait a minute. It wasn't here the day he was buried. Harold, what? Do this. Harold, hmm, that's strange. I didn't see that, that before, where I came in. David, yes, probably he hadn't, wasn't looking over there. I wasn't either. Another, David, another blank, black little figurine broken, broken just like the others. David gave me an eerie sensation. Little figure was broken into three pieces. I looked at Harold and seemed to be as afraid as I was. We looked up the mausoleum again and went back into the house. By that time I began to wonder if Uncle Amos was striking back at us from beyond the grave. David said good night about eleven and retired to our rooms. Ticking o'clock, David, I couldn't get to sleep. 
I fell into a deep half doze and then snap out of it again. I felt as if someone were watching me. Just there wasn't there were unseen eyes and were not waiting for me to fall asleep. I knew it was only an imagination, yet the feeling would not go away. Clock ticking. David about three o'clock. I got out of my bed, I decided to return to the museum museum. So I went out the front door, there's a light drizzle. Had sprung up, cricket, frogs, slow footsteps and gravel. David, something drew me towards a mausoleum, a compulsion, an inner force over which I had no control. I walked slowly up the gravel walk, the mausoleum, not noticing the light rain which fell on me. When I was so close enough to see the doorway, I see the and shot from the door. It was open, and there was a circle light behind it. David, I walked to the door. I tried to get through the door quietly. I jarred a little, and the noise made this man inside whirl around. His hand held a gun. Miss Sawyer, David, what are you doing here? David, I might ask you what the same question, Mr. Sawyer. David, I had gone into the museum, mausoleum, standing there. With a gun in his hand was the state called Sawyer. Thunder, Miss Sawyer, David, what are you doing here? David, I just, I never might ask you the same question, Mr. Sawyer. Mr. Sawyer, I began to wonder, cheers folk, didn't believe in people coming back after they die, they die, but, David, is that what the reason, is that reason for the gun? Mr. Sawyer, I don't know what I, fa- what to find. I want to be safe, that's all. Now, that, what I see is you, I will put it back on my pocket. My, by the way, David, what are you going, doing out here? David was restless. How do things, every, everything that's happened has some supernatural significance. All this talk made, made me nervous, Mr. Soye. Soye, I see. Do you think there was a, something that's supernatural about this uh, way he died? David, no, I never don't know, Mr. Soye. I don't know, David Soye, and I returned to the house. I asked him to spend the remainder of the night with us. Besides, I wanted to keep an eye on him. I did not feel much like sleeping, so I went down to the library, found a book, and sat down to read. Footsteps on wooden floor. Joyce, David? David, yes. Joyce, Mrs. Hyde told me you were down here. What's the matter? David, I can't sleep. Joyce, David, I talked to Mrs. Hyde for almost two hundred minutes. He said he thinks you, you were in, the, you were in back of everything. David, why did you say, what did you say that, what did you say that, why did you say, what did you say to that? Joyce, I told him that he was wrong. David, thanks for your confidence, Joyce. Joyce, that's more that I can think about. It's more that I think Harold is right, what he said. David, that Uncle Amos has come back to life? Yes, thunder. David, I keep an eye on Sawyer, if I were you. Joyce, I think you think he's back of it? David, not sure. Joyce, you might have some reason for it. David, I went out to the Muslim tonight, about an hour ago. Sawyer was out there. He had a gun in his hand. Joyce, perhaps he's just so curious. David, why should he get curious at three in the morning? Joyce, it doesn't seem rather odd, but Sawyer shouting for a distant room. No, no, I warn you. Stay away from me. Gunshots, Sawyer, screaming. David, Sawyer, Joyce, 
It just couldn't happen again. It just couldn't. They would see. Harold, is that you, David? David, yes. Harold, I heard a shot. Joy said we. Harold, I thought we. it was one of you. Joy says, Sawyer. David came out late night tonight. I found him out in the museum about an hour ago. Joyce, here's his room. David, try the door. Harold's open. Joyce, on the floor. Harold, is he? David, yes, he's dead. Thunder. So, so David, so I lay there on the floor, spiraled as a grotesque position of death. By one strange hand was a gun. And the other, broke into three pieces of little black figurine, Harold fallen to call the police. They said they could not, they would be out as soon as they could. The three of us went downstairs to the living room. Found that Harold, I was right. Is that going to be behind all this? Dress, I must be. There is no other explanation. Harold, I told you before, there are certain things which cannot be explained. There's what Emily and Sawyer proved that. Joyce, you still don't think that Sawyer was in back of all of it all, do you, David? Do hardly. Harold, well, will or no will? I'm leaving here now. I'm going upstairs to pack. I'll be down for a while. I won't be down for I'll be down a while. Footsteps upstairs, Joyce. I'm going to leave too, David. What about you? David, I don't know. I can, can't make myself believe. Harold screams from upstairs. Joyce, David? Harold, David, stay here. Joyce, no, I'll go with you. Two of them up, sets of footsteps running upstairs. David, he has to be awake. Harold, Harold. Joyce, he doesn't, does not answer. Harold, where are you? Joyce, Harold, speak to answer us. David, the door is open. Joyce, he's dead, dead. Just like the others. Joyce, David, Joyce, no, Joyce, he's not here, up here. Joyce, we see him, Uncle Amos came, took his back to the Salim. Thunder. David, we went to Sawyer's room. David, Harold wasn't there. No one saw his, saw his gun, I suppose Harold was picked it up on his way to his room. So I had to go out to the Salim to see if Joyce was right, to see if Harold's dead body would be found there. David, Joyce couldn't remain in the house alone, so together we started out through the rain-filled night, brain walking on gravel. Joyce, why didn't we wait until the police come, David? David, if there isn't something supernatural, then it wouldn't be able to help us anyway. Joyce, David, David, what's the matter? Joyce, the museum door's open. The museum door's open. David, you stay here if you want. If you want, but I'm going in. Joyce, no, I'm going with you. Dave, stay close to me, Joyce. Joyce, I will. I don't like it in here, David. David, neither do I. Harold, but you're going to remain here for some time. David, that's Harold's voice. Harold, that's right. Turn the flashlight and you'll see me then. Joyce, we thought you were... Harold, dead, Harley. But you two will be very soon. Joyce, he has a gun, David. Harold, that's right, so his gun. I plan this very carefully, David. When the police arrive, they'll find you and three dead, and I'll be wounded. I'll tell them that Sawyer was left was behind it all. He killed both of you here, and then they came into the house to search for me. There's a fight. Gun went off, and they died. David, you killed Emily and Sawyer. Harold, yes, and I'm going to kill them, both of you, too. You don't think I believe all that bogus? 
I fed, Bokum, Hokum, I fed you, but Uncle Amos came back to you? Of course not. But it served its purpose. Now you serve yours. Joyce, Harold, Harold, look out, back of you. Harold, how stupid do you think I am? David, Uncle Amos, coughing, it's slipping. Get out of the way. Joyce, get out of the way, Harold. David, get out of the way. Harold screams as it's crushed by a coffin. David, he's dead, Joyce. Joyce, Uncle Amos. David, what did he say? Joyce, remember what Uncle Amos said? We're dying. So he come back and settled with us. A coffin. I wonder if he was an accident and he slipped out of the crypt or if it means Uncle Amos really did come back.